This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Holy Ghost, you alone has the word of eternal life. Again, thank you, my Father, my Creator. You are the only one who can make things happen. We are grateful. I'm grateful for the success of yesterday's revival. Thank you for what you have done yesterday's revival hour and this morning revival hour. Thank you for souls you have drawn unto yourself. Thank you for souls you saved yesterday. Thank you for the mighty thing you are said to do today. Lord, bring your word to your people, your word of salvation, your word of healing, your word of hope, your word of deliverance, your word of revelation. Thank you, gentle of days. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Hagar. And so who can remind us, maybe aside from members of my immediate family here, who can remind us uh, the teaching series in the last few days in the revival hour? Haggai chapter 2, that's where we are going. The Lord is taking us to this morning. Haggai chapter 2, if you know where we have been looking at the, uh, in the last few days, I'll meet your device and tell us. The blessings. The blessings of what? Revival. <laughs> The blessing of revival, amen. The other voice, uh, that brother's voice, I don't know, but it sounds like the bro is still under pillow. Bro, are you under pillow? It is well with you. Amen. No, sir. No, sir. Oh, brother, just... <laughs> amen. Let's give Jesus a big kind of applause. Amen. The Lord is your strength in Jesus' name. Uh, the blessings of revival. By the help of the Holy Ghost, the Lord made us to understand that we learn in the first day from the book of Psalm 85, verse 6. When, we, when the land is revived, when a man, a woman, a family is revived, one of the evidences we're going to see is rejoicing. We saw that in the life of in the cities of Samaria. Um, <clears throat> yesterday, the Lord brought to us, we've also looked at also total restoration. We've looked at total restoration as also one of the blessings of revival. God says he will restore unto us the year that the cancawam, the locusts have eaten. That's Joel 2 from, the, you know, from verse 25. Now, today we're going to look at another critical blessing of revival. When the land is revived, when the, when the church is revived, when the family is revived, what do you stand to gain from it? Now, the, turn your Bible with me to Haggai chapter 2, and we're going to read from verse 1 uh, to 9. Now, the way we'll read it is this. Uh, we'll take from, I'll take from verse 1 to 5, and then you will read. So the rest of us will read together from verse 6, so from verse 1. <clears throat> in the seventh month, in, one of, in the one and twenty day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophet Haggai, saying, the word of the Lord is coming again this morning. The word of the Lord will still come again in the evening. I pray in the name of Jesus, something must turn for good in your life in this year's revival. Speak now to Zerubbabel, that's talking about you. Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shittal, governor of Judea, and to, the, and to Joshua, the, high, the, the son of Jezedek the high priest, and to the residue of the land. So three categories of people. Zerubbabel was the governor. Uh, Joshua, um, 
Joshua was the high priest, was like the pastor, and then the people of the land. Now, who is left among you that saw this house in our first glory? And how do you see it now? Is it not in, in your eyes in comparison uh, of, of, of it as nothing? That means God is saying, what God will do by the time we finish this revival, your life will change from glory to glory. That means you will not even recognize yourself because you become a living wonder. I will become a living wonder in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, verse 4 says, <clears throat> Yet now be strong. Tell your neighbor, be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Oh, Zerubbabel, see the Lord, and be strong. Oh, Joshua. Can you see the Lord speaking there? Son of Jesse, the high priest. And be strong, all ye people of the land. Can you see? Reviver. See the Lord, the, and, and walk, for I am with you. God is with you. God is speaking to you. He is with you. You will not be put to shame. Your family will not be put to shame. Says the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you. Fear ye not. Verse 6. Yeah, let's go ahead. And I will fill this house with glory. The silver is mine and the gold is mine. the Lord of the glory of the house shall be greater than of the former. Yes, the Lord of hosts. In this place, like peace, yes, the Lord of hosts. big Brethren, this story began from chapter one, but we don't have time to read it, but you can read it on your own. And the story was that the Lord sent his, uh, his servant, prophet Haggai, onto three people, three categories. Number one, the governor of the land, the governor of Judah, who happened to be uh, Zerubbabel. Also, the high priest, who happened to be Joshua, and the people of the land. And what was their error? So they, they abandoned the house of God. They abandoned their first love for God. They were now pursuing their own business. They were chasing their own personal gain at the expense of the house of the living God, at the expense of the work of God. So God was upset with them. God was not happy. And so, and when they, now they did not even notice that things were diminishing for them in the land of Judah at that time. Because it, it, the Bible says <clears throat> in verse six of chapter one, it said, ye have sown much and bringing little. That means they work really hard. They work really hard. But what happened? They only have little to eat. They can't explain what to do with their money. But ye have not enough. Ye drink but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe, but there is none warm. And he that any wages, any wages to put it into hole, into a bag 
with holes. Can you see? So God had, had, had actually destroyed even their prosperity, but they don't know. So it was gradual, 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 until the Lord said, okay, well, since these people are not aware that uh, things are not the same with them, now the Lord sent his prophet, Hagar. Now, and what was the Lord asking them to do? Rebuild my house. Do not forsake my house. Don't run to your houses after service. You know, don't run to your houses. It says that you run to your sealed houses. If you read chapter one, you see all the story there. He said, you run to your sealed houses. He says, is it time for you to be running to your own houses? And then the house of God is desolate. That means they did not put God first. That is just the summary of it. They did not put the moment a man, a woman, you know, stop putting God first. Then he start going backward. I pray for you this morning in the name of Jesus. God will continue to be number one on your list. Amen. He will continue to be occupy the first place in your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Now, in verse 2, in chapter 2, I mean, there is hope. There is hope. Now, and that was where revival came in. So, now, usually before revival comes forth, God oftentimes brings his word. Just like the Lord revealed at the beginning of this year, the theme of this year's revival, same power. So, whenever God wants to stir up revival in life of a man, if a man is backsliding, God can send his word. It could be through his, he will speak to his spirit. It could be speaking to his ear. It could be through revelation. It could even be through member of his household. It could be through his neighbor. It could be through the servant of God. It could be studying the word of God. It could be through radio. God will first of all send his word. And that's why Psalm 107 verse 20 says, he sent forth his word. So in order to see revival or to see the power of God, the first thing that God will do is usually he sent his word. He has sent his word already. Said so this year's revival is power. And now we're looking at the blessings of revival. So what happened when you and I were revived? Now, this morning we are looking at the, the restoration of the presence of God. That is, not, that is what we are looking at today. Number four, restoration of the presence of God. Now, he said the Bible made us to understand in verse four. In chapter 2, verse 4, yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel. Be strong, brethren, be strong, be strong. We says the Lord, be strong, O Joshua. That means do not let your hand be weak. Son of Jesedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land. Says the Lord, the Lord, and walk, for I am with you. So what does that tell us? restoration of the present. They used to enjoy the presence, the manifest presence of God, but then they lost it because of, because of their in, 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 um, you know, indecision, uh, because of uh, them abandoning the house of God and then also chasing their own personal business. So restoration of the presence of the law. Now, what is in the presence of the law? As we see from that verse one to nine, Number one is the glory of God. Unmute your device and say the glory of God. The glory of God. Amen. So that means in this year's revival, one of the blessings you are going home with that will spread into your family is the glory of God. I want you to unmute your device and declare, I carry the glory of God. 
I carry the glory of God. I carry the glory of God. Look at that verse 5. He said, according to the word I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remain among you. So that means the presence of God brings the glory of God. Your life radiates. Your life shines. Everything you touch prosper. There is peace in your heart. One of the things that I most enjoy, being a privileged person, a servant of God, is peace. So by the help of the Holy Ghost as I am, nothing troubles my mind. I am at peace. I am at peace. So the, 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 the presence of the Lord brings the glory of God. It brings the glory of God. So when the revival takes place, then we see the glory of God, beauty, wonder. And we know that shame, you know, shame is the, the direct opposite of, of glory. So that means whatever represents shame in your life, in your family, they are they, this morning, they pray, the glory of God, remove those shame and turn them to glory in the name of Jesus. Now, if you go further, what other blessing do we see with the presence of God being restored? Number two is peace in the land. Peace in the land. Now, the Bible also made us to understand he says that, he said, the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. That is God speaking to somebody. God is talking to me. God is saying that the glory that will be revealed in your own life, that with the level where you are right now, even in your walk with God, is nothing compared to where he's taking you to. Shout a big amen. amen. See the Lord of hosts. And in this place, will I give what? Peace. What will I give? Peace. Peace. Yes, let's look at the verses and say, say, in this place, I will give peace. This place, I will give peace. Yes, the Lord of all. Peace, 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 peace. Peace is, money cannot buy peace. So when the presence of God is restored in, back into your life, brethren, then you enjoy divine peace. You just feel the overwhelming presence of God. You are driving, your mind is at peace. You're going to bed, your mind is at peace. You're eating, your mind is at peace. Uh, you're, you're, you know, you're making phone call, you're at work, you are in school, any other thing you are doing over your children, your family, your home, you are not over your future, particularly as singles and youth. You are not worried. There is peace in your mind. So my question to you is, is there peace in your mind right now? If there is no peace in your mind, in the name of Jesus, whatever thing that is causing that storm, I command it to cease in the name of Jesus. I command it to cease right now in the name of Jesus. Number three, when the Lord restore his presence back to the land. What else do we see? What are the blessings of God restoring his blessed presence back to the land? Number four, I want somebody to read verse nine for us. I mean, verse eight, sorry. Verse eight. The, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, said the Lord of hosts. What does that tell you? It tells you prosperity. prosperity. Prosperity is coming for somebody. In the name of Jesus, 
you will be so prosperous that you begin to lend to nations. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Yes, that is God talking to me. That's the reason why I said amen, amen, amen in Jesus' name. So prosperity, the Lord will restore. So when God restores his presence, then there is prosperity in the land. Why? Because deceiver, all deceiver in the world belongs to God. All the gold in the world belongs to God. It belongs to God. So that means you begin to enjoy your work. Whatever you do, you begin to prosper. In your business, you see prosperity. In your home, in your marriage, in everything, you see prosperity. This morning, I pray for you. The presence of God will be restored back to you in Jesus' name. Also, number four, one of the blessings, one of the benefits of God's presence being restored back to the life of a man, a woman, a family, a church, a land, a community, a nation is divine protection. The presence of the Lord brings it reveals the glory of God. He brings God's glory back. He brings peace in the land. He brings prosperity. He brings divine protection. That means God assured them. He said, I am with you. Look at verse 5. Now, the Bible says, according to the word which I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains. That means if the spirit of God remains, that means my presence is remains. I am with you always. That means no evil can be for you. I'm the one in charge of protecting you and your family. Shout a big hallelujah. And he went on to say, fear ye not. What is it that makes people to be afraid? It is the absence of peace. When they are not sure if they will be attacked, when they are not sure what is going to happen, it leads to fear. But God assured them, I will protect you. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Mosai shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I want you to bow down your head this morning. I want you to pray and say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for sending your word unto me. Now go ahead and make that your prayer. If you're here this morning and you have not received Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When you accept him, then the God poured down the spirit upon you and all these blessings will begin to manifest in your life and home. So you are here this morning, you want to accept Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. And as from today, give me power to overcome sin. Power to remain a righteous person in your side. Lord, I pray as many of them that I pray this prayer, have mercy on them. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, I thank you for bringing your word unto your children this morning and unto myself. Thank you for opening our eyes to see. Jesus be glorified. Jesus be exalted. Jesus be magnified. In the mighty name of Jesus. This morning we have heard your word that one of the immense blessings that comes with being revived is the restoration of your presence, which is priceless. Your presence is priceless. Your presence is priceless. Your presence is all I need. Your presence is all I need. Your presence is priceless. Your presence is priceless. Your presence is all I need. Your presence is all I need. 
The all of your presence reveals your glory. The all of your presence consume my shame. The all of your presence reveals your glory. The all of your presence consume my shame. Now, I pray this morning in the name of Jesus, anything that represents shame in your life, the glory of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, swallow them up in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray as we enter day two of this special program, this special annual revival, your story will change for good in the mighty name of Jesus. Your story will change for good in the name of Jesus. If you are struggling with sin, the power of sin is destroyed. If you are struggling with failure, the power of failure destroyed. If you are struggling with poverty, the power of poverty broken in the name of Jesus. God will restore your glory. God will restore abundance to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, ancient of days. Thank you, I am that I am. I give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks.